Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. And here are your hosts, Rob Smallbone and Matt McSherry. Six steps to overcoming anxiety. The reason for this episode is because we feel as though this is a topic uh, on an area within the entrepreneurial space, the property investment space, business space, uh, whatever it may be, whatever niche you are in, that it's not really spoken about much. Now, more people are a lot open nowadays uh, about mental health in general, you know, anxiety, depression, than what it was five to 10 years ago. Yeah, it's a topic that is becoming easier to speak about to an extent. And we've got experiences both in TPN and both as individuals, um, you know, different forms or, you know, of, of anxiety. And I'm sure yourself listening as well, you're going to have had it at some point, you might get it moving forward. So the purpose of that episode is to not just try something different, but to try and go into a subject matter that's not spoken about too much and do what we do best, which is to relate our experiences to provide you with as much you know, useful knowledge as possible, practical knowledge. Um, you know, the examples we're going to give in the episode, yes, they're predominantly going to be related to property as they normally are. However, you know, as with anything, the, the core structure, the key learnings from this can be taken away and adapted to, you know, us as, or yourself as, in, as an individual, no matter what niche you're in, if you've got a business, etc., etc. But before we do that, having a definition of what anxiety is in the first place is useful because you might be listening to this thinking, well, I don't know what it is. So anxiety is a feeling of worry, nervousness or unease about something uh, with an uncertain outcome. Now, I think on a day-to-day basis, everybody at least at some point in their life, whether they know it or not, does suffer with anxiety. You know, that could be through some sort of panic disorder, a phobia, um, it could be claustrophobia, post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, social anxiety disorder. There's so many different things, but... Not everybody is aware of what anxiety is. Yeah, becoming in tune with what it is and how you react to it and how you work with it is crucial. And I think it's a lot to do with, it could be your upbringing, you know, experiences you've had through your life. There's so many things that can make you feel anxious about particular things. It could be um, you surround yourself in a certain area or certain people and you feel anxious. You know, it could be that social anxiety that you suffer with. So there's so many different things it could be, without a shadow of a doubt. And that goes on to point number one, is, is recognising what your anxiety is and what triggers it. So it may be, you know, property-wise, it might be interest rates going up. That could trigger, you might have a big, highly geared portfolio and a 1% hike in interest rates could be the difference between profit and loss per month. You know, hey, if I was in those shoes, I think I'd be getting quite anxious about it as well. But it could be fear of heights, that makes you anxious it could be traveling that makes you anxious it could be it could literally it could be anything could be dealing with estate agents could be absolutely anything yep fear of divorce we can the list can go on it, it can literally be you know absolutely anything but six steps to overcoming anxiety as the episode is about is number one is to recognize what your anxiety is and what triggers it one thing you could do is you could keep a feelings diary I mean, that sounds so wishy-washy yeah. just saying it, but having, we've mentioned gratitude journals before. We've mentioned having this sort of evening sort of accountability or roundup of the day. But, you know, you might find that having a feelings diary, how have you felt at different points of day when certain things happen? If you went to the gym, how did you feel before and after? It, it, it might help. It's just keeping track of your day-to-day emotions, essentially. 
and then at the end of them week at the end of the week basically analyze uh, the seven days and how you felt and then by keeping a record of that you can see how you've improved over the weeks the months the years uh, and then you'll be able to relate to that in order to help yourself moving forward and maybe help other people as well yeah having that diary leads on to point number two which is you know what are your thoughts when you're anxious what are you feeling what are you thinking you know um, are you are you nauseous I don't even know how you say that word nauseous nauseous <laughs> nauseous are you feeling sick there yeah. you are, let's go with that <laughs> how are you feeling who knows if you're recording it in your diary it's it's going to help what are you thinking why are you thinking it yeah or are you thinking too far into the future you know are you thinking about the past and the past experiences are kind of creeping up on you yeah you're thinking about terrible experiences that you've had in your life you know these are all the things that as long as you can kind of pinpoint what it is what you're feeling and what you're thinking when you're anxious this will be able to help mitigate other things moving forward yeah i mean I come up with some examples of that you can have you can be writing you know certain things like unless something bad will happen so if you get that sort of gut feeling you're almost fortune telling um you could try and you know be reading what other people are thinking oh you know he thinks i'm a loser because of you know i don't drink or something like that you know you could have stuff like it would be terrible if so you know, it would be terrible if interest rates went up by a percent and my portfolio goes up the swanny or that's slang thinking about it but you know it goes peak time it goes wrong i think are. think on top of that as well is uh, one of the biggest things what i've come across is comparing yourself to others and mm. where they are on their journey compared to where you are you know everybody has different uh, things going on in their life they have different uh, connections different networks and they have people have different levels as well they have some people have money some people don't some people have time some people don't so you, you can't compare yourself to other people because you don't know what's going on in their particular life and that's one of the common things that i'm coming across a lot lately yeah we've had you know we've had similar things when we start up in you start up in property it's like you know am i worthy of this what if this happens what if that happens and you you kind of you can almost go down a rabbit hole if you keep thinking like that day in day out and i think it's one of the one of the big biggest struggles for newbie investors is you know when they've not really acquired that much knowledge and they're going around the viewing properties and meeting estate agents and meeting people you know they can feel very anxious because they don't have the relevant experience and knowledge that they would have five years down the line so initially starting out anxiety can can really kind of creep up and bite you in the ass yeah without a shadow of a doubt and that moves us swiftly on to number three which is to challenge that negative thinking so if you're always it's about almost becoming conscious with what you're saying or and what you're writing down so if you're saying you know i can't do this i can't do that i won't do this i won't do that or you know what if this happens what if that happens if you're always thinking negatively that will flow into your system that you're a negative person you've got to, you've got to change that around you know yeah. we always get told there's no such words as can't and then some smart ass will go well cannot it's all <laughs> it's all bs but if you could you know, change change that around this is why i love challenge your negative thinking so it's my personal opinion that we don't have problems in life there are only challenges now that change on that word you might think that's petty but if you keep telling yourself that everything's a challenge you can work with that if it's a problem it's quite a negative yeah. thing but if it's a challenge it, for me there's a bit of excitement there there's a bit of oh how do we overcome this challenge what can we do to get around this you know obstacle so you need to challenge your your negative thinking and i think on top of that you can always take a positive from a negative situation you know it's just how you how you kind of control it in your mind but there's always something positive you can take or some sort of learning experience 
from a negative moment that you've experienced. So always look at a positive and look at a negative as a learning experience. Definitely. And another key thing you might want to ask yourself is if you're on the receiving end of, you listen to someone or you listen to a friend and you know, they're going through different challenges and so forth, you know, what kind of advice would I give them? Because that kind of advice you give them will probably be the exact same advice that they would give you if the roles were reversed. So bear that in mind. Practice your fear. That's number four. So if you know what makes you anxious, maybe it's speaking to estate agents. Maybe it's asking that girl or guy out on a date. Maybe it's whatever. It might be fear of flying or whatever. You've got it could, it could to... be recording a video to post on your social medias, which mm. is then obviously moving you towards doing a live. You know, you've got to put yourself in that kind of fear um, orientated environment so that you then thrive and you develop uh, less of that fear uh, and gain more experience within that area to give you more confidence and then the anxiety will then be suppressed and you'll feel a lot better yeah and if you're a visual learner visualize yourself take some time to visualize yourself facing the fear and getting through it so what does the other side look like if you're a keynote what does the other side feel like if you're an audio what does it sound like if you can work with how you learn best, so again, if you know your visual, you know your audio or keynote or so forth, work with that as best as you can. Practice your fear. What does it feel like? What does it look like? The other far, the other side of it. Because nine times out of ten, once you've done something, I don't even know what the right analogy is, but you, you know what I'm trying to get at. Is yeah. Once you've done it, it's actually not as bad as you think. Uh, okay, I'll give you an example thinking of it. It's just come to my head. So I've done... Um, I recently done a public speaking course. Now, public speaking, there was a, a poll done in America a little while ago, um, and they, the result of it was basically that at a funeral, more people would rather be in the coffin than be doing the eulogy, which is quite a damning statistic, that more people would rather be dead than be doing the speech. It's cra- it absolutely, crazy. absolutely crazy statistic. The public speaking is one of the most common fears amongst the seven point five billion people or so we've got in I the world. Most people don't like the uh, the thought of even getting picked on, you know, if they're in a class or anything like that as well. No, exactly. Like, but practicing it is the key thing. So how the public speaking training went was the idea you started on a Monday, you built up on the Friday to a half hour speech without, you know, any notes, anything like that at all. But you built up. So the first morning was we'll do a minute, then you go away, then it's like three minutes in the afternoon. Then you're practicing on different bits and bobs and it goes up to five, goes up to seven, goes up to ten. So you're working on it consistently until you get to the very the point where, you know, boom, you come out the other side and you've done a half hour speech, happy days. Because you're working with you're working with your fear. So yeah, I feel we're rambling on about that one quite a lot. But that's quite that's probably it's quite the, an important one, that one that I feel. Yeah, it's probably the most important point out of the six that we've yeah. got. And that leads nicely on to number five is you know, be willing to become anxious in order to come up, overcome anxiety. So as Rob's just mentioned there, you know, you know that is essentially practicing your fears as well. You know, they're all in line. So by feeling a little bit anxious, you're going to eventually, by repetition, overcome that anxiety. Yeah, you can't get past it if you aren't willing to go through it. Exactly. And that, that could be the same with anything, you know, those difficult conversations that you've got to have if you've got to, you know, break up with a partner or you know um tell a builder that he's done a crap job at one of the properties something like that. any it, this literally can apply oh, to anything know, i'll put an offer in for a, a property which is low you know below market value offer yeah you've got to be willing to go through 
obstacles to get past obstacles to come out the other side yeah there's really nothing else to add to that yeah and I think at the end of the day within the property investment business or whatever it niche is space um, this is this is a common theme between everybody because everybody does it get anxious at some point in their life so it's about as we've just mentioned these steps by following these if you consistently do something every day it will compound over time and get easier so number six which is the last one is accept imperfections and uncertainty not everything's going to be perfect and so many people want things to be perfect we've all been there and done that we all like things done in a set way you know we, we sometimes zone and focus in on the really minutest of details we want them to be right but if you can just accept that not everything in life is going to be perfect it's going to be full of ups and downs ins and outs and so forth you know then that will help to overcome you know anxiety for example you know most of on on the buying side on the non-tpn related portfolio side that i've got is i like control to an extent but even in my mind space there's still that element of too much control i need to be able to water chill the cow and just you know leave it with the lettings agents and then work with the lettings agents and manage the lettings agents every now and then check in with them because it's that entrepreneur paradox isn't it mainly that you get into that habit of no one can do it as well as I can therefore I'm going to do it but in order to build in order to grow not just your business but in personal life as well you need to be able to have that trust in other people and the way you can build that trust is by knowing that not everything's going to be perfect it will go wrong it will happen it's life it's business it's property it's whatever it is deal with it it's all about getting started essentially because you know anxiety can be um heavily forced on yourself if you don't take the action you know it's a form of procrastination as well so if you start now and you know you progress and you get better as you go on then the anxiety will eventually diminish over time yeah doing it is better than worrying about it yeah you know if, if we're all sat around worrying and we're scared of change then nothing will ever get done you know it's the same with it's the same with they think over time you know different things different things that you know, I don't know, new taxes that government's put in or, or new changes to social welfare systems that government put in or anything like that. People seem to worry about things way too much than actually doing something about it. So you know, don't fall into that trap. Accept that imperfections are going to happen. Accept that uncertainty is going to happen. And again, 99% of this is a mental battle. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. It's all a mindset and, you know, having that kind of control... But I suppose there's actually a, a little bit of a bonus one I can add onto number seven. And that's kind of find uh, an area or a hobby or an interest that you feel as though helps to ground you, whether that's through you know meditation, through going to the gym, through going for runs, you know, through going for a couple of drinks or a couple of nice glasses of wine. You know, find something that you can resonate with that helps to ground you and make you less anxious, essentially. So for myself... I go to the gym. That's my kind of first part of call. Uh, going to the gym, it helps me de-stress. If I'm anxious about anything, it helps me to overcome that anxiety. And then further to that, I can. I also um, meditate as well. Every morning, I've got my morning routine. I do my meditation. And that helps to mitigate any anxiety throughout the day because I'm already grounded as I start that day. So, you know, find something that you resonate with that helps to ground you and make you overcome that anxiety from the onset. Yeah, the caveat I'd put on that, you've just mentioned there, um, you know, possibly a couple of glasses of wine. I'd refrain from any form 
of alcohol or um, you know other substances because if you then become reliant on alcohol to quench your number yeah, one your maybe. thirst and then to quell your nerves that could very easily lead down a dangerous dangerous path so i would very good point actually yeah. i would, I would ignore that personally it. and say stuff like meditation stuff like the gym going for a walk yeah anything like that is going to be fantastic but for me if you're if, if you get stuck into that thing of oh mm, i'm nervous about talking to that person uh, but that bottle of merlot is going to do the job nah yeah nah, don't, and i think don't, we're all don't do that know, we can all hold our hands up to at some point doing that especially in our younger days when we was going out there to try and chat someone up you know it gives you that kind of dutch courage so that oh, is a very very that's good where point i've been wrong going made. wrong i'm 30 that's where i've been going wrong <laughs> ah right so, yeah so anyway. ignore the the drinking as much as it sounds like a good thing it's uh it's very true what rob says there so um obviously stick to the the training the gym meditation just finding something that you really resonate with to, to help you kind of overcome that anxiety yeah and, and, and it can be a quite a simple thing as you say um so that's, that's a great bonus and you know hey at the end of the day none of us are perfect we're always going to keep wanting to move forward we're always going to have our own challenges our own personal battles you know yourself listening you're no different from from you know matt and myself we've all had our own things you know we're not you know coming from here from a position of power saying xyz you know we're humble people we're, we're regular people you know, we're here to help as best as possible. And that was the point in doing this episode. Is it something that just goes off that beaten track a little bit, testing the waters? Yeah, giving you kind of uh, learnings from our experiences. Because, I mean, one of the biggest things where I feel as though we was quite anxious uh, starting off was getting the podcast underway. You know, we was humming and ahhing about a start date, you know, and, and becoming to get quite anxious um, about setting it up. And, you know, we just, we got started we uh, we bit the bullet and we just just went for it and from then on you know recording these episodes it's not straight cut it's not straightforward you know sometimes uh, we get things wrong we, we re-record things but at the end of the day you know at least we're doing it and you know we, we accept that we're we're not perfect and that there is a bit of uncertainty there but we still push forward and, and record the content in summary as we're told that the summary is always good so the six steps to overcoming anxiety and number one recognize what your anxiety is and what triggers it and number two you know what are your thoughts when you're anxious again get a feelings diary um that might sound daft and a bit fluffy but it will work and it will it will help you move forward number three challenge your negative thinking number four practice your fear that's the key one practice it work on it number five be willing to be anxious in order to overcome anxiety. Uh, number six, to accept imperfection and uncertainty and make your bonus one. So find uh, an area that you resonate with, whether the gym, meditation, and, and utilize, utilize that to help you uh, become more grounded. So as, as ever, well, we hope that that helps you in some capacity. And if you're out there struggling with you know any issues any challenges you know hey drop us a line on facebook you know matt mcsherry rob smallbone contact us on you know messenger it's going to be the best way you know yep. don't, don't don't go and pop that on groups if you don't need to you know sometimes these things are personal yeah but hey if we can help you in any way let us know um you know if you think this content is going to be useful for anyone else listening again share the podcast with them share the episode with them get them to subscribe and uh and if there's anything yeah. else that you'd like us to cover in further episodes, then feel free to send us a message and uh, we're more than open to, to hear what you have and um, we can look to maybe record an episode as well. Yeah. So thanks again for tuning in 
Alfie de Sain, Arrivederci. Here we go and let's go. Let's Pan go for Alfie de Sain. Okay, Alfie de Sain. Alfie de Sain. Thank you very much. Yeah.